everybody, welcome to the Be Better Tomorrow podcast. I, as always, am your host, Jason Fisher. So glad you joined me. Check this show out. I hope it's I hope you find it informative and helpful, and if you do, you'll share it with your friends. Uh, this week, I'm just trying to talk about a few things that have been on my mind as a way to help improve myself, and hopefully it'll help you as well. Uh, one of the things that I've been thinking about a lot is the concept of attention and selective attention. If you're familiar with any of the cognitive and neuroscience research around those things, you'll, you're probably familiar with some of these terms, but I'm trying to figure out how we can use them in a more positive way. For example, you may have heard of something called the Bader-Meinhof effect, and if you haven't, <laughs> maybe you've heard it as the frequency illusion selection bias, or, or even as a, a type of selective perception or selective attention. If you've ever read a book or learned a concept, and then you start to see that concept everywhere it appears, you're thinking about a frequency illusion type of concept. You may have read a book and, and learned something, and then you see it as a solution for everything in your life. Hey, I just learned about this thing that applies here. If you've said that to yourself, then you know what the Bader-Meinhof effect is. What I'm really thinking about doing, though, is how I can train my brain to have the attention that I'm looking for. Gratitude has become something that's really popular lately. I've been writing down some things in my journal about you know, what I'm grateful for, what I'm thankful about, and it's helped me to think about those things more frequently. I'm training my brain to have a selective attention towards gratitude. This is something that we need to remember when we're, when we're, we're thinking about how we think. Your thoughts become actions, your actions become habits, and habits become character, and character becomes destiny. If you've never heard that before, it's not mine. I don't even know who originally came up with it, but it's something that I'm constantly trying to tell my kids. The things that you think turn into words those words turn into actions. Let's just start there. If I want to be more thankful, I need to think about being thankful. I need to force myself to be thankful. And what my brain will do is naturally start to see things that I'm more thankful for. It will just naturally come up. If you're someone who starts to, to step out into a business and you're thinking about opportunities for how your business can help people, where you can bring solutions to people, if you constantly think about that thing, it will, you'll start to find more opportunities where you didn't think of them before. Opportunities that were probably staring you right in the face. You see, the thing of it is, we only have so much attention. We only have so much bandwidth. Our brain can only do so much work. And there's just too much information in this world. There's too much going on for us to really understand everything. And so our brain has developed to focus attention on a few things, preferably to keep us alive. So you might have your head on a swivel. You might be think, moving around thinking, all right, what's around me? What's going on? What can I keep a look, an eye out for? What do I need to be aware of? What might harm me in this particular situation? If you're a particularly nervous individual, or even if you're not, you might just might want to keep your eyes out so you know what's going on. Your brain is trying to keep you alive. You can, however, train your brain to focus on other things. And if you're a worrisome person, if you're a person who, who deals with some anxiety issues, Exercises and gratitude can help that tremendously because what you're doing is training your brain to not see the negative. Whether or not you're a pessimist or an optimist is not a permanent situation. You can train your brain to think in different patterns. So if there's something particular that you want to start focusing on, if there's something particular that you're thinking you want to do better in, making it intentional will help you to do that. Now here's the thing. Anytime you try to make a change in a habit and you have to do it intentionally, which means you have to set a reminder. You have to do it at the same time every day. You have to force yourself in some way to do it. It doesn't feel natural. It's not natural. 
your natural inclinations are what got you to where you are and created the person that you are today. And if you're trying to change that, you need to do something unnatural. Now, you may have heard fake it till you make it, but I'm talking about be it or do it until you are it. What happens when you start doing things intentionally? Let me talk about a different example. I want to be more romantic to my wife. She has certain ways that she likes to be loved. You've heard of the five love languages, perhaps. Her love language is gifts and time. Well, we're all busy. We've got kids and they're in sports and we're running around all over the place. But I want to show my wife that I love her. So what do I do? I set reminders in my calendar. I put reminders on my phone. It's not romantic. The fact that I'm thinking about doing it and I, have to, and I don't remember and I want to write it down and I force myself to do it, that's not the things you write about in Harlequin novels. And he answered his reminder and bought her flowers. That's not romantic, right? But it is a way to force a change in behavior in me, which is what I'm really after. Because honestly, I do enough of the reminders. I do enough of the things that force me to be unnatural. And those things start to be natural. So I may have... I may not have enough ideas on how to be romantic. I only buy flowers so many times. She only has so many things on her Amazon gift list. Great. But as I'm thinking about that process, as I'm changing my mind, that a selective attention process will start to be activated in my brain towards new ideas for my wife or for my daughters in the same, situ- in the same situation because I want to show them in different ways that I love them. And I may have to write it down. And you're thinking, well, you're just a jerk. You have to write this down. Fine, I'm a jerk. But the fact that I actually want to make a change should say that I'm not a jerk and I want to be, <laughs> it's a little bit better than, than initially thought. Changing your habits isn't something that just naturally happens. If it was, our habits would already be where they are. We have a natural inclination to act in a certain way, and that's fine. It's where we are today. We're not judging that. We're not determining if that's right or wrong outside of what you want to do. If it's not what you want to do in this case, then we want to change towards positive behaviors. We want to be better. And so set some reminders or make yourself accountable to somebody else. Ask for a coach. This is a great place where a coach can help you. They can help you walk through the process of why it is you want to do it, what it is you want to do, what you really want to get at, uh, how do you make that happen, and holding you accountable to making those changes. That's what coaches are really good at. Now, if you want to get into the deep-seated therapy of why the way your relationship with your mother impacted the way you're romantic with your wife, that's a whole different psychological episode that I don't even want to begin to touch. <laughs> but it is. But what I can help you with is helping you to establish the goals that you want to have and then meeting those goals in a way that you will find positive. Back to the concept. Don't let the fact that it feels awkward and it feels stupid and it feels artificial – Stop you from changing your habits. There's a lot of really good research out there on what it takes to change a habit. One of those things is intentionality. You know, another great thing that helps to achieve your goals is monitoring progress frequently. Don't, don't check. If you're looking to lose weight, you may, don't check every month. Check regularly on a daily basis and, and make it somewhat public. Now, here's an interesting caveat that I learned just the other day. There's some, there's some interesting research around whether telling somebody your goals will actually help you reach those goals or not. It turns out that your brain feels just the same reward in telling people your goals that you're going to achieve as actually achieving them in some cases. So in some cases, it's dangerous to, to go bragging about what you're going to do. If, however, you tell somebody you feel is in high regard, somebody you appreciate, somebody you look up to, uh, maybe that's a spouse or a parent or a leader at your work 
or some other person that you look up to, if you tell that person, you feel more accountable to actually take the steps it takes to accomplish your goal. Interesting, right? I thought for sure if I told a lot of people, it would hold me accountable because I wouldn't look like a jerk in front of all those people. Turns out that's not necessarily the case. So don't go telling everybody about what you want to do. You can tell people once you start accomplishing some things, but find one person that you respect and tell them your goal and ask them to ask you about it in the future, and you will find yourself much more inclined to pursue that goal than if you were to tell a ton of people that you really don't care about or that you're looking to impress. All right, so that is what I'm going to do today for Be Better Tomorrow. I'm hoping to do these more often. As a couple months ago, I listened to my mentor, Benjamin Hardy, say that prolific is better than perfect. And so I want to start doing more of these little smaller episodes, these one-off episodes with me. Hopefully it gives you something to be better tomorrow, but I know it's going to help me be better tomorrow. And I hope it helps you as well, obviously. I want to bring value to you and not just waste your time. So you can find everything about this show and everything else I do at BeBetterTomorrow.com. If you're looking for coaching, someone to help you along the way, help you identify the goals that you have and how to break those things down into manageable tasks and, and accomplish them, I'd love to talk to you. You can find all my contact information over there at BeBetterTomorrow.com. And as always, I hope you'll find something today in this show that will help you be better tomorrow. Be Better Tomorrow is released under a Creative Commons 3.0 share-like attribution license, which means you can use this show or clips of it for anything you like as long as you give us credit and you aren't doing it for commercial purposes. The music you're hearing now is by Kevin McLeod of IncomTech, also released under Creative Commons share-like license. All the information about this show and others can be found at BeBetterTomorrow.com, and I hope, as always, you'll find something to help you be better tomorrow.